following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And right now, everyone on the DraftKings Sportsbook app can get boosted winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays with DraftKings' biggest payouts ever. So why bet on the NBA anywhere else? Bet on the Pistons or your favorite NBA team throughout the season. And right now, get that stepped-up same-game parlay boost up to 100%. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and always use that promo code HUGE when you sign up. It is a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. You ready? Now, let's go to the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Studio with the huge one, Bill What's up, Michigan? It is time for our number two on a Moneyline Monday. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. You can join in at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Had HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Also opted on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. That's the word HUGE. The 21000. Inside this hour, Chris Ballas with Wolverine.com will join us. We'll talk about the win over Nebraska. You got Illinois and then the trip to Ohio State. College football playoff rankings come out tomorrow night. They'll probably stay at three, Ohio State two, and I would guess Georgia. Uh, still at one and TCU at four. We'll talk to Ballas in a moment. Tim Stout from Stout on Sports from our affiliate, the game, 730 a.m. in Lansing. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com and Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com. Bud Light, huge question of the day, good and bad. From the Lions win and the Michigan-Michigan State wins, you can join in one 866 That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. You can opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. That's the word HUGE to 21000. Our social network interaction is presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team. The Grand Rapids Gold, they have a basketball game tomorrow night inside Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. I was so impressed with what I witnessed in their home opener last Thursday in terms of the setup for hoops inside Van Andel Arena. I secured 250 pair of tickets for tomorrow's game. So if you want a free pair, just go to the Huge Show Facebook page. Simple and easy. You'll have to post, I want to see the Grand Rapids Gold. And first 250 people who do that uh, will be... Uh, checking out the game tomorrow night at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. I'm in Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider. 
is standing by. How's it going, Chris? Chris? I'm here, Bill. I'm sorry, brother. It's all right, man. Yeah, we're doing well. <laughs> so just trying to finish up magazine stuff. It's a, it's a crazy week. Hard to believe there's only two weeks left in the season, my friend. Yeah, this is, I was thinking about that towards the end of the Nebraska game, like how fast it's rolled by because, you know, Michigan is sitting there undefeated. They're right where they were a year ago, you know, outside of the Ohio State game, uh, being in Ann Arbor. Uh, everything is pointing towards even maybe an upgrade off of last year, which would be winning uh, in Columbus, which would be repeating as Big Ten champs. But this time, based on what I've seen, when I look across the landscape of college football, as long as you're not playing Georgia at home, you know, mm-hmm. they've, they've looked kind of average when they almost lost at Missouri and uh, Mississippi State had their chances last Saturday night that Michigan, I think we asked that question last Friday, are they a national championship type team? And when I look at their defense, when I look at their offensive line, when I look at Corum right now, who's in a race, I believe, with C.J. Stroud, my, my take on the Heisman, as I was telling my buddies when we were watching the game Saturday night, whoever has a better game and wins in Columbus, Stroud or Corum, will win the Heisman. Yeah, you can arguably say that Stroud lost the Heisman at Michigan, even though he threw for almost 400 yards last year, uh, that that was the game where, okay, um, that was if he would have had a great game and they would have won, I think that uh, he would have had a great case for it. So if Blake Quorum runs for 200 yards in Columbus, assuming he has a good game against Illinois, and they're solid against the run, but I think they've been kind of exposed, right? In these last few games, they're giving up, I think, over 120 yards a game, I believe, and almost 4.0 yards per carry. So, And Blake Corum is probably the best back in the Big Ten. There's no question about it. So uh, then I think that you're going to see Blake Corum's candidacy go up another notch. So they're going to have an opportunity. This Ohio State team is solid. They're, I mean, obviously they're a really good team. Uh, they're a little bit better defensively than last year. But I don't see them being a ton better defensively. And I think Michigan will be able to move the ball on them. So, But before you get there, got to get past Illinois. And, uh, you know, I go back to 1986 because I'm old and I – think about Michigan being undefeated and played Minnesota at home. And I was talking to some guys from that team and they said Bo Schembechler concentrated a lot on Ohio State that week to the point that when they got to that Saturday, he said, boy, I don't think we prepared these guys. We don't think we prepared enough for Minnesota. And he was right. They got upset. And of course, Michigan went on to beat Ohio State anyway and played for the Big Ten. But So they'll be on alert. Uh, they understand that they have to take care of business one more time. And with that running game, Bill, uh, just the way they're running the ball, it's supposed to be 29 degrees on Saturday. I look for them to grind out another impressive win over the Illini. Uh, injuries will be the thing to watch, and even giving some players some rest if there's the opportunity like they had up big against Nebraska, and we'll see what happens with Illinois. I guess Illinois, even after losing to Purdue, uh, that Big Ten West, I mean, my God, is, is Iowa the front runner right now? Who is? <laughs> it, it looks like it, and uh, it's just unbelievable, isn't it? Uh, I think one of the worst offenses in the country, and they've got a legit chance here. Uh, somebody with three losses is probably going to win that division. It might even be four. Uh, that's how bad it is. So, yeah, we, we're kind of assuming, right? We're taking it for granted. We talk about a Big Ten championship, that the Michigan-Ohio State winner is going to be the, the Big Ten champion, but they still have to go through one more game, and it's almost going to be it's going to be a letdown, a kind of a come down from that Ohio State game. But I don't think you're going to see either Michigan or Ohio State have a problem beating whoever they play in the West. So uh, what's more interesting to me is what happens with the playoff, Bill. And if one of Michigan or Ohio State still 
schedule has an opportunity. A lot went right for Michigan last week. Some of the teams that had to lose lost, including Oregon. Ole Miss had one loss, and we were thinking, well, could they sneak up there if they run the table here? Maybe, but they lost to Alabama, who's already out of it. So you've got uh, you had UCLA, which had one loss, lose at home to Arizona. So if UCLA beats USC, that's the other thing that you have to have happen. And then hopefully, uh, if you're a Michigan fan, TCU drops one of their next three games, and they got some tougher ones coming up. Texas didn't come to play in that game, unfortunately, last week. But Michigan is moving up in that respect, too. So going to be fascinating. I've said it to you for a couple weeks now. This is going to be the year that really blows up the playoff and lets everybody know that, hey, we definitely need to expand this thing. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider, joining us talking about the Wolverines. Should I think the college football playoff rankings should stay the same based on what we watched last weekend. But I do agree with you. You know, Alabama beating Old Miss, uh, LSU uh, going to the SEC title game with two losses, won't give Georgia a ton of juice. And what if they win, right? And then, you yeah. know, is, is Tennessee the only team in? Do you put a two-loss LSU team with their impressive resume over maybe an undefeated TCU? Uh, yeah. th- those are things that, as it plays out here, still some regular season action, but... And I, I'm watching this Michigan team, and the most surprising thing about this season to me is that they haven't had to rely on J.J. McCarthy to win games. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the passing stats, right. it, it's just like last year. And except with one exception, Cade McNamara was better on the deep ball. And you can blame the receivers for some of those, obviously. There have been plenty of overthrows as well with uh, McCarthy. Now he's better with his legs, and he's kept some drives alive with his legs. I'd like, still like to see them use him more in that respect because right now he is kind of a game manager and as Jim Harbaugh said again today and as he said after the game when people were talking about the red zone and the passing game he said tell you what put all the blame on me and you know what I'll also take responsibility essentially for being 10-0 and and uh, you know dominating everybody we play and in my column after the game I said if this is boring to Michigan fans then sign me up for more boring because what used to be boring was sitting through a 5-7 and seven season when you couldn't stop anybody winning games 67 to 65 and triple overtime might be exciting to some people but I'd take 34 to 3 and allowing only 140 something yards of offense any day of the week there are two sides of the ball people and if you want excitement then go watch Ohio State if you want to watch a team methodically pound somebody and play football the way it's supposed to be played then watch this Michigan team and appreciate it because this is old school football and proof that man ball can certainly still win in this day and age and there is another gear to this offense and I think we'll see it I don't think the receivers have played as well as they need to there are some good young guys waiting in the wings but these guys need to step up a little and I think they have another gear and I think they have a specific set of plays too that they're saving for Ohio State like they did last year so we can be as critical as we want to I couldn't care less Bill if they won every game 3-2 to two if they're 10-0 and 0, because these are things that just don't have very often, so don't take it for granted. Yeah, back to back years. I, yeah. you know, uh, you know, and I'm, I'm thinking, okay, how does Michigan get in uh, to the college football playoff? Well, they'd have to play Ohio State in a really tough fourth quarter game, lose on the road, and then you need Georgia to beat LSU. You need TCU to lose once along the way. Tennessee probably because of where they're sitting, but. Uh, you know, I, 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 you know, their offense is fantastic. They're probably in Ohio State. That winner in is in uh, if they would win in Columbus. So that leaves it down to 
Michigan. And USC. USC with one loss, right? Yep. And I worry about their TV market. I, I do worry about number two TV market for, you know, college football playoff TV money. I do worry about mm-hmm. that if it's Michigan versus uh, USC. Uh, yeah, so you need USC to lose if you're yep. a Michigan fan and you and you need TCU to lose. And there is Michigan's chance at even losing in Columbus and still getting into the playoff. I think they need those two teams to lose and not have LSU beat Georgia because yep. then you're going to be in a situation where even with two losses, Brian Kelly and LSU, hey, we beat Georgia. We won the SEC. Uh, we beat Alabama. Uh, we beat, you know, Old Miss, yep. whatever. And they got killed by Tennessee uh, in Baton Rouge earlier in the season. So still a lot of drama, but it's good conversation. For Michigan to be there after yep. losing. All right, think about this. You had an untested quarterback in J.J. McCarthy outside of spot play last year. You lost to Jabo and Hutch, who had a fabulous game against the Bears uh, yesterday. And here you are, I think, a better football team. Yeah. Yep. And remember what Jim Harbaugh said about his defense heading into the season, that he had a sneaking suspicion that this defense could be better than last year's, a no-name defense? Well, I think he was right. And uh, now I'm not ready to crown him yet until they go into Columbus and they at least slow down that offense. And you know that Ohio State's going to have some stuff in the tank, too, right, that they haven't shown for for all year for Michigan as well. So uh, that's when we're going to know how good this defense really is because, let's be honest, they really haven't played a lot of teams with a lot of firepower. Now, they've done a better job, comparatively speaking, than Ohio State, for example, against Penn State. They completely shut them down, and you can only play who's in front of you, and they have absolutely dominated. Their their run defense has been outstanding. Mike Morris now is starting to show up, Michigan's senior defensive end, as a first-round draft pick, so he's likely going to go. But, you know, when you look at guys like Mike you plug him in, moving from wide receiver to corner, and he's playing at an all-Big Ten level. And their safeties, Rod Moore, is not an outstanding athlete, but he's an unbelievable football player. And these are the kinds of plays, players that you had to have step up. Mozzie Smith's been dominant in the middle, and he doesn't get the credit he deserves. That guy's going to be a good pro as well. So, But they've got not as many stars, but they have a group that plays extremely well together and so fast, and they get to the ball, and you can tell that they really like each other's company. And, and and that's what matters. Uh, you need chemistry to have great defenses. There's a reason that they're number one in so many categories nationally. I did see uh, from uh, Harbaugh's presser earlier this afternoon, Cade McNamara had successful surgery. I've heard rumblings that he's going to go back out west to UCLA. Uh, your thoughts on McNamara? Yeah, I think that's probably right, and I wish him all the best. And it's it's funny how much crap this kid got from, you know, he's the first quarterback since 2003 to win an outright Big Ten championship. And, you know, who won that one was John Navarre, who the fans hated too, or at least a segment of the fan base. So um, these guys, he, he's a kid to be revered, frankly. He helped change the culture of this program. No, he didn't have the big, sexy arm, and no, he couldn't do things with his feet. All he did is win. And, uh, you know what, everybody said, oh, it was the defense, and it was the running game. No, you need a good quarterback. I don't give a crap how much he's throwing. You need a good field general there leading the way, and he was outstanding in that respect. So uh, this kid will go down, uh, not as a Michigan legend, but as one of those guys who probably didn't get the due he deserved, but in 10, 15, 20 years, if he comes back here, he's going to get a standing ovation no matter where he goes. And I do agree that it will be somewhere else next year. He wants to play. He's a competitor. Man, Ohio State, Michigan on that collision course. Georgia should remain number one, but that 
Uh, should be a two versus three game in Columbus. Yeah. Man, take care of business against Illinois, and that Michigan Ohio State week will be as big as ever, maybe a little bit bigger than last year, and even take us back to 2006. Yep. Yeah, that's where I am. Uh, and who's Georgia play this week? I don't even remember. Who uh, they're they they're playing uh, Athens Christian High School. It's a big matchup. <laughs> SEC, well, we... SEC allows the high school game. Uh, it helps. It helps the college football playoff rankings. Athens Christian, don't don't count them out. Their O line goes two ten across the front. <laughs> I was going to say, I hope Christian brings their A game then. But you know, USC's got to play. USC's got to play USC UCLA in a rivalry game this week, Bill. And guess who they play after that? They play Notre Dame. So and then. If they, you know, there's going to be a, I think, a Pac-12 championship game too, right? So uh, there, there are opportunities for them to lose. TCU, I think, has to play Baylor, probably Kansas State in the championship game, and then there's one other tough, decent game anyway that they have to play. So there's no guarantee there. So a lot of what happened last week, a big one would have been had TCU lost to Texas, that would have essentially eliminated them. But a lot of what had to happen happened, and of course, the best way, Bill, is to just go down there and kick Ohio State's butt again, right on the ground and emasculate. Them like you did last year and control your own destiny. And I think they got a chance to do that. Well, really do. Uh, Harbaugh winning at Ohio State and winning a national championship are the only two boxes unchecked. Yeah. Exactly, and it's hard to win those national championships. And I'll say this: you know, Georgia's still the best team, and uh, they kind of no, they're not. They're not the same as last year. Yeah, I'm they're not the you. same. They aren't, but they are the most talented, and they can turn it up. And we've seen that that they can turn it up a notch. Even last year, remember, uh, they had a couple games, or at least one. You know, Alabama kind of embarrassed them, and they come back and and take care of business. They have the most talent, and when they get to that situation where okay, it's like um, they have to turn it up. They've got the players to make the plays, and they got a quarterback who's playing outstanding football, too, who was once maligned instead of Stetson Bennett. So they'll be tough to beat. I still think they're the heavy favorite, but they aren't unbeatable. I agree with you, like last year's team was. They could have played that game 10 out of 10 times, and Michigan wouldn't have won it. This year, they've got more than a puncher's chance if they get to that point. Well, if you play the look-ahead game, and we say, okay, that fourth spot could be USC, it could be, we're going on Michigan beating Ohio State. Could be Ohio State, could be TCU, any, you know, SC, all in that mix. Michigan more than likely would get Tennessee in the opener, and Tennessee plays zero defense. Granted, they have the best offense in America, but compared to playing Georgia the year before, I think Harbaugh, his staff, the players, uh, the Michigan fan base, all would take Tennessee with no defense over the defense they saw last year with Georgia. Yeah, and Tennessee's in the enviable position because the system doesn't work, right? That they've got a couple patsies left and they're sitting pretty. They don't have to play in a championship game, so they, there's no danger of losing that. And that's exactly what's wrong here with the system. They're like, okay, they're not going anywhere but up, and everybody else around them can lose. I don't think anybody's going to pass them. Uh, and I don't think more than two SEC teams will get in, though, Bill, because uh, the outcry after that, if you had three SEC teams and a bunch of conference championships, conference champions that didn't get in, I think. Uh, that I don't think see that happening, I don't, and I don't uh, I don't envision that. So uh, it's going to take some weird things still, but there's still a lot of football to be played. Uh, I I really believe that USC will lose another game. I think they're good, but uh, uh, and I think TCU certainly could too. So it's fun to watch, man. That's what makes November so great in college football, and especially when you're ten and zero, right? And uh, headed for a. a two versus three showdown. This kind of reminds me of the seventies a little before my time, but you know what? You were just kind of biding your time through boring games until you got to the one that mattered in Columbus or in Ann Arbor against Ohio state. And can't wait to see it. 
Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider. You can follow everything Michigan football and all University of Michigan athletics 24-7 at the Wolverine.com. Chris, appreciate the update. We'll talk later in the week and focus on Michigan, Illinois. You bet. Love you, brother. Thanks, man. I got you, man. Chris Ballas checking in on the Meyer guest line. Our Bud Light, huge question of the day. Good and bad from the Michigan win over Nebraska, Michigan State beating Rutgers, and the Lions. Shocking the world. Surprising, shocking, amazing, whatever. 21 in the fourth, down 14 to beat the Bears, 31-30. You can join in 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Also, all of our social network interaction is presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold who now play their home games inside Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. They have a home game tomorrow night. And I was impressed enough with the presentation and the look and just the NBA feel during the home opener last Thursday that Steve Jabara, the owner, hooked me up with 250 pair of tickets. And I'm going to give 250 huge show listeners a chance to experience the Grand Rapids Gold inside Van Andel Arena tomorrow night. So the first 250 people uh, who go to the pin post on the Huge Show Facebook page, also add Huge Show on Twitter, and it's simple what you have to do. Basically, your name and uh, I want to see the Grand Rapids Gold, and once we hit 250, uh, those people will check in at the will call table uh, tomorrow, and you'll see the Gold and Cleveland. And that's pretty cool. Thank you, Steve Jabara and the Grand Rapids Gold. Just search Grand Rapids Gold and follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. To the callers online, Michigan will hear you next. St. Joseph to Midland. This show is huge. Your Auto Value Auto Parts store is part of a network of more than 300 family-owned stores and are locally run by some of your own friends and neighbors. Every day, we work hard to provide you with all the automotive aftermarket parts and accessories you'll ever need. Name brands, too, like Champion, Seafoam, Wix, Lucas, Mobile, and more. The auto parts you need at the value you've come to expect. That's Auto Value, where service is the difference. We get it. How would you like a free pair of tickets to see the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold, Tuesday night inside Van Andel Arena in downtown GR? Well, just go to the Huge Show Facebook page. You'll see the pin post. All you have to post is, I want to see the Grand Rapids Gold, and you will get a pair of tickets for free for Tuesday night to see the gold inside Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. Just go to the Huge Show Facebook page right now, and you could score two tickets to see the Grand Rapids Gold. Get more for your money this week at Meyer. No matter what you need, save with deals like 10% off general merchandise apparel and shoes with Emberg's, 50% off select Ophelia Row women's tops and pants, and 20% off board games and puzzles. Plus, start decorating for the holidays with buy one, get one 50% off indoor holiday decor or stockings. And you'll always pay the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Get more for your money at Meyer. Exclusion Supply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. 
Bill Simonson here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. Now, he's a managing partner at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in downtown Grand Rapids. They now have merged with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they're stronger than ever before in the state of Michigan, the Midwest, and coast to coast when it comes to your accounting and business needs. Find out more at beancarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Also, Tom has stepped up with... With $1,500 in cash in the Beat Huge Pro Football Picks Contest. Now, if you beat my picks just one week, you'll be in the drawing at the end of the pro football season for $1,500 in cash from Tom Rosenbach and Bean Garter. Thursday night game is always a freebie. You have until Sunday morning to play every week through the big game. You can play once or play every week. Do what you want to, but get your picks in now at thehugeshow.net. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. We originate from the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Store studio each and every day. Our Bud Light huge question of the day. Good and bad for the Lions win in Chicago. Michigan, Michigan State victories. Not a lot of bad when your teams are winning. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Remember, if you want a free pair of tickets courtesy of The HUGE Show to watch the Denver Nuggets G League team inside Van Andel Arena tomorrow night, just go... to The HUGE Show Facebook page. And you'll see the pinned post. Where all you got to do is just give us your name first, 250 people who go there. And you'll see on the pin post, you just have to say, I want to see the Grand Rapids Gold. And you'll be on the will call list tomorrow after 6 p.m. inside the lobby. I do apologize to some of our affiliates. I guess Westwood in Denver is having some computer issues. So if you've missed a little part, like on breaks and stuff, when the computers go haywire, there's nothing we can do. I blame Superfly as much as I can, but that that reaches its limit. He goes, I'm not in Denver. I go, mm, you watch the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold. I'm connecting you to the issues. <laughs> yeah, so go to the Huge Show Facebook page. You'll see the pin post. First 250 people who take advantage. I uh, will see the Denver Nuggets G League team. Uh, in downtown Grand Rapids tomorrow night inside Van Andel Arena. And those are free tickets. No catch. Let's go talk to Tim Stout. Stout on sports from the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing, our affiliate. He's heard weekday mornings at 10 a.m. TV guy, Lansing State Journal, and more. He joins us on the Meyer guest sign. Uh, we're going to talk about Michigan State's aircraft carrier game Friday night, and the Spartans now a win away from being bowl eligible in football. 
Tim, I want to go back to Friday night. That was almost a perfect game by Izzo and the Spartans. And outside of blowing that 12-point lead and the questionable play call at the end, uh, one heck of a performance uh, in front of America and our military by Michigan State. Yeah, I wasn't surprised, Bill. I mean, you know, they pointed for this event. They knew it was national, national TV, and if nothing else, I think Tom Izzo, you know, talent aside, was going to have his guys ready to play as hard as they could possibly play, which I think they did. I think the key for them moving forward, especially tomorrow night with Kentucky, can they maintain that same sense of energy? I think it's very difficult in a November game on an aircraft carrier in that setting to really determine a whole lot on either side. I mean, I don't know how good Gonzaga is. I was a little surprised they were second again today in the AP poll and Michigan State was 26th. I think we're going to get a better reading a little bit as tomorrow night indoors in a basketball arena on a neutral court, although it'll be dominated by Kentucky fans. And Tom Izzo said today this is the best Kentucky team he's ever seen because they got four senior starters. And like he says, Calipari never has senior starters. All those good guys leave after their freshman or sophomore years. He's got the center back who's the player of the year. And they got a freshman who had a terrific game the other night against Duquesne. So I think it'll be a better test, frankly, a, a, you know, a more realistic test. Uh, than what Gonzaga was. I mean, when they were up 45-33, I thought, hey, Gonzaga's going down. It just wasn't their night, but it didn't quite work out that way, as we all know. Tim Stout from Stout on Sports. And our affiliate, the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. They carry the huge show weeknights at 6. Stout is on weekday mornings at uh, 10 a.m. Uh, let's move on talk about Mel Tucker, Michigan State. They did what they had to. They had to win that game against Rutgers, and here they are a win away from being bowl eligible. And where do you think they'll end up? Quick lane bowl? Well, that's what all of the bowl projectors say. They have them beating Indiana and losing to Penn State and finishing 6-6 six and six and then making their way, you know, between ESPN and the Big Ten and all that, making their way to Detroit on December 26th. I somewhat will believe that, uh, you know, when I see it. Uh, I mean, I would think they would beat Indiana. I don't think the surprise was Rutgers to get within one of bowl eligibility. I mean, everybody thought they were going to beat Rutgers and Indiana at home. The surprise came when they beat Illinois on the road. And now you see where Illinois has landed. So does that tell you anything more moving forward about all of that? Uh, and I don't think State was great against Rutgers by any stretch of the imagination. But I don't think they have to be great against Indiana either. And they can still win it and get by. If they want to beat Penn State, then they're going to have to turn it up tremendously, in my opinion. I mean, more than likely, if if you go by what the odds makers will say, they'll finish six and six. And as I say, take it for whatever it's worth. The four major bowl projectors have them in Detroit, so we'll see. And I think getting to that bowl, having a big home crowd in Detroit, based on the roller coaster ride, which may be an understatement for this team this year, on and off the field. I think that would be a good ending for Mel Tucker. They recruit Detroit heavily. Uh, you, you get a bowl game. You get the extra practices. You you get it uh, in your home state. Uh, I know players would love a trip someplace sunny, but I think that's better for Mel Tucker and Michigan State football if they ended their season in Detroit. My only problem with it, Bill, is if I was the Big Ten, I never would have signed up for a bull pact with a Mid-American Conference because those are the games in the teams you play in September to get two easy, quick wins, which State did against Western and Akron. To me, it's no reward, with all due respect. You're not playing, you know, I mean... 
the, the projected teams are Toledo, Bowling Green, and Ball State. Come on. I mean, that's, that's supposed to be where you are as a Power 5 team, where I think the game would have some modest pizzazz if it was up against, say, Oklahoma, who's currently 5-5. Five and five. If you put Oklahoma at Ford Field at, say, 6-6 six and six against 6-6 six and six Michigan State, to me, you would have something. But I don't see anybody getting all that excited. Now, would Michigan State people go? That's an unknown because they've never been in Detroit for this game, and they would have to go watch them play a Mid-American Conference team. To me, if you lose that thing, you, you have the stain of that loss. You're going to get ridiculed probably by other people in the state for getting in that game playing a sub-Power 5 conference team, and heaven forbid you should lose the game. If you win the game, no big deal, other than the fact that you get a winning record out of the season. But three of the seven wins, if it plays out that they play a Mid-American conference team, you know, that's what it would be. There's, I mean, I, 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 I just I don't see the glamour in that thing at all, playing a MAC team. Like I say, Oklahoma's 5-5, five and five, but the contract is with the MAC. It's not with one of the other Power 5 conferences. In my opinion, if I ran the Big Ten, every bowl game assignment we have is with a Power 5 conference. So even if we have 6-6 six and six teams in, they can play other 6-6 six and six teams of repute that are from the other major conferences so that it gives your team and your fans something to play for that's got some legitimacy. With all due respect, to me, there's no legitimacy in a bowl game playing Toledo, Ball State, or Bowling Green. That's just my own opinion. And how is it that they can get another team in the quick lane bowl? It would be if the MAG didn't have enough bowl-eligible teams, correct? Yeah, and and you know, the Big Ten, I went over this today with a Michigan State official on the air. The world has changed a bit. I mean, there's nine conference assignments, and the Big Ten's probably going to be set there. And again, if the Mac can't fill it, well, then that changes the dynamic around a little bit. And to your point, Bill, I mean, what, you know, the next thing with a game like that, how many players will opt out of the game? like they did for the Peach Bowl a year ago on both Pitt and Michigan State sides because the game doesn't mean anything. Well, if it didn't mean anything in the Peach Bowl, why is it going to mean something to all these guys with NFL aspirations if they're playing in Detroit against a Leicester fall? Now, the commissioner, the, the, the Big Ten, in conjunction with the ESPN, they kind of anymore match up these Leicester Bowls with teams they figure would be a good match for a variety of different reasons. In that scenario... Clearly in Detroit, Michigan State fits because its fans would, you know, that you don't have to stay overnight, you don't have to fly, the tickets are cheap, and you'd go down there and you'd support the thing and you'd have some crowds. So there's that aspect. And, and the 26th of December is a legal holiday to begin with. So all of that plays to Michigan State's favor to being assigned to the quick lane ball. If it beats Penn State and gets to 7-5 and five and goes 4-0 and oh in November – I have a scenario where the worst they would do is Nashville and possibly Charlotte and even an outside shot at Florida. But that wouldn't be beating Penn State on a road. And if you looked at these two lately between Michigan State and Penn State playing there in a week from Saturday, is going to be a tall order in my opinion. Tim Stout, Stout on Sports, weekday mornings at 10 a.m. on the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. You can hear the huge show weeknights at 6 p.m. on a.m. 7.30 uh, the game, it was good seeing Brock at the Grand Ledge Caledonia High School quarterfinal game this past Saturday. Does a great job calling play-by-play. Uh, he had his little shrine, photos of you and little candles, <laughs> green and white. They, that was special in the press box. That was beautiful. I can't believe, I can't believe, Bill, how good year after year after year high school football is in West Michigan. Amazing. I mean, they get... 
It's just unbelievable year after year. And the crowds that they get to support those teams. I mean, between all the Catholic schools over there and then the Rockfords and Caledonias and Wolves of the world, Hudsonville, all of them, it's amazing to me how good all those teams are. I mean, Ford Field almost becomes a, you know, I mean, it's Grand Rapids East with the teams that they have over there. And I think they're going to have a lot of these teams left when they get to Ford Field Thanksgiving weekend. I see it coming, frankly. And I want to give Grand Led some credit. That was a loaded team. Their quarterback uh, at knee, foot, got hurt early or maybe late first half, early second quarter, and he didn't return. But they have some college players. They had uh, some dudes, some size, and they were well coached. It was a great atmosphere, even though the temperature was around 35 degrees. I agree. I said it in my opening huge opinion today, Tim, that the quality of high school football in West Michigan, it's oh, not Detroit yet. It's not, you know, you got De La Salle, you have Catholic, Detroit Catholic Central, Brother Rice, Detroit King, but you're starting to see more, you know, Macomb, Dakota, all them, Belleville, River Rouge, all that, but uh, West Michigan is hanging uh, with those schools, if not surpassing them. So it'll be interesting come uh, Thanksgiving Day weekend at Ford Field. Absolutely. And West Michigan will have a, you know, out of the 16 teams that will play down there in the eight games, I'll bet you there's at least four or five from Grand Rapids. So we'll see. Cause, and they'll be right in it. Too. And they'll have great crowds, too. They'll all go across the state and go over there Thanksgiving weekend and have a good time. Yeah, Caledonia-Clarkston will be a good one. Uh, that's tough to pick a winner there. You have, I'm talking uh, West Side teams. Uh, you have Muskegon still alive. You have Grand Rapids South Christian playing Edwardsburg. Uh, Grand Rapids West Catholic. Grand Rapids Catholic Central uh, live. Yeah, there's a. I, I know I'm missing some teams that people are going to give me grief, but so be it. I'm a statewide show, so I cover all the schools. Well, Caledonia Clarkston, they play at 1 p.m. Saturday at East Lansing High School, and Muskegon plays DeWitt. DeWitt. Excuse me. This this is not the his best team. But they've gotten better, Bill, through the course of the year. They'll play their ever-loving brains out against Muskegon. I'm going to guess it's a fourth-quarter game. I don't know if DeWitt quite has enough senior power to get that far, but but Muskegon's going to have to take them seriously because they are getting better. And remember this kid's name, Bryce Kearns for DeWitt. He does everything for them. He's, he's a quarterback, running back, receiver, plays both ways. He's the epitome of that team. Now, Muskegon isn't going to be easy. Muskegon's loaded. Everybody knows that. But DeWitt's used to playing in games like that. And I think when you get to the semifinal day in cold weather on a neutral site on AstroTurf, you get a lot of wild things that happen. It's a great day for high school football. I think it's too bad that those games are up against both Michigan and Michigan State. So a lot of fans have to make a choice of what they want to see. But but it's a great day for high school football in Michigan. I just wish it was going to be a little bit warmer. But the games ought to be great anyway. Yeah, they said temperatures may be highs in the 20s. Uh, coming up this weekend. Timmy, we love you. Uh, Thanks for your time. All right. No problem, buddy. Talk to you soon. All right. Tim Stout from the game, 730 AM in Lansing. Huge show is on in Lansing weeknights at 6 PM. Yeah. High school football semifinals across the state. I'll go through that complete schedule coming up. Superfly is our executive producer. You want to join in? 1-866-838-HUGE. Opt in to the HUGE text chain. Text HUGE to 21,000. 
Football fans can turn a loss into a win with the king of sportsbooks. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Just place a single first touchdown score or prop bet on any Monday or Thursday pro football game. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. This offer is available all season long. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM. Just log on to your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then wager on any player to score the first touchdown in any Monday or Thursday pro football game. And if your bet misses, you'll still get up to $25 back in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. This is a new and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI's science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. It's the $100,000 Buckets of Cash. Every Saturday in November, each week, we're giving away $25,000 in cold, hard cash. Drawings are 7 to 11 p.m., with every winner taking home five grand. Grab Buckets of Cash only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway, reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Show is back live across Michigan. Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Make sure you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And right now, everyone can get boosted winnings with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays with DraftKings' biggest payouts ever. So why bet on the NBA anywhere else? Right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a same-game parlay, and combine multiple bets like, will the Pistons win, Bayanovich, how many points, uh, point totals, and more for the game. With payouts bigger than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook is where I go to bet on the NBA. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use 
code HUGE when you sign up and place a stepped-up same-game parlay to boost your winnings up to 100% only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and official sports betting partner of the NBA. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. One boost per eligible game. Opt-in required. 10-plus legs required for 100% boost. Parlay and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash basketball terms. Bud Light, huge question of the day. Good and bad from the Lions, Michigan, and Michigan State football wins. By the way, Fabiano Brothers, proud to serve up Bud Light to Detroit and across Michigan, along with other great Anheuser-Busch distributors. I'm looking on the Huge Show Facebook page right now. You have until 6 p.m. to get to the Huge Show Facebook page if you want two free tickets to watch the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold, inside Van Andel Arena tomorrow night. Your name will be at the will call table after 6 p.m. Just go to the Huge Show Facebook page. First 250 people will get tickets courtesy of the Huge Show. Just give us your name. We'll put it on the list. And also, I want to see the Grand Rapids Gold. That's on uh, the Huge Show Facebook page. And you have about another hour or so to do that. And then your name will be at the table. Uh, tomorrow, show up with a guest and watch the Denver Nuggets G League team. Great setup inside Van Andel Arena. 24-7, everything you need with the show is free. And it's at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge.